F. Scott Fitzgerald said, For what it's worth, it's never too late, or in my case, too early, to be whoever you want to be. There's no time limit. Start whenever you want. You can change or stay the same. There are no rules to this thing. We can make the best or the worst of it. I hope you make the best of it. I hope you see things that startle you. I hope you feel things you've never felt before. I hope you meet people who have a different point of view. I hope you live a life you're proud of. And if you're not, I hope you have the courage to start over again. Life's a daunting, daunting endeavor. One that I very much feel I failed. And you only get one, and you only get one chance. And Let's say I live to be 80. Live to be 80, then I'm 40. And at 40, half of my life is gone. I don't even remember all the last 40 years, and it doesn't feel like 40 years, but what does 40 years feel like? It feels like yesterday. It doesn't feel long and arduous like it does as you're going forward. Going backwards, looking backwards seems fleeting and minuscule. But going forward seems impossible, seems insurmountable. To get from 30 to 40 at the eyes of 30 seemed forever. But by 30... You're not really looking to get to 40. Prefer to go back to 20, and 20 feels like a heartbeat to go, but it's impossible to move in that direction. But what is that direction? That direction is just backwards in time. Of course, your body's younger, and, and you know maybe less bad things that have happened to you happen. But going backwards is really a ridiculous ideal. There's no benefit to it. You can start from where you're at and go forward with the knowledge of what came before and you're at a much better point. Now, I mean debt and things of that matter. Yeah, they could be erased, but all the good would be erased with it. But that's the funny thing about nostalgia as well. It's the funny thing about living in the past. You know, I sit and think, man, you know, high school was so fun. Was it more fun than having kids and a family? No. I think, man, that that first time I seen Deftones was so fun and so special, but they were better the last time I seen them. Except that that concert, as good as it was, always pales a little bit in comparison. Or at least it did. Things like that did. But there's a big shift in how I think and how I look at it. What kind of value can I put on yesterday? None. It is valueless. And I think about it completely wrong. I sit and go, man, I'd like to be back in my room with my friends, listening to that song, talking about that topic, discussing that thing, knowing what I know now. Well, knowing what I know now, that conversation wouldn't be possible. And it's not the physical place that I miss. It's the interaction. And then 
You think to yourself, well, why can't I just have that interaction with my friends again? Well, you can with certain friends at certain times. You can with certain people. You can have a similar interaction. The one thing that comes with time is knowledge. You learn things about your friends. Things that you might not like. Things that you may wish were different. Things that may alter how you feel about them. But the even harder part is the things that you learn about yourself. Things you learn you don't like about yourself. With time, you realize when you were being a little less than sincere. With time, you realize who you are now is closer to who you really are. And it may seem idealistic that who you were then was better, but it may not be. It may be. You may have gotten worse. People do get worse. Most people get better. I really think that. I feel like I've gotten better. So I've spent 40 years trying to not get to 40, trying to hold still at where I was at, but I wasted a lot of that time. Really did. And I think most of us feel that. I think most of us feel like we wasted that time. I think it was just a fruitless endeavor. I mean, I didn't do the things I wanted to do. I didn't have the career I wanted. I didn't travel and see the places I wanted. I didn't live the places I wanted to live. Actually, in a lot of ways, I did the opposite of what I said I wanted, what I thought I wanted, what I still think I wanted at that time. So I could say at 40, I failed life. And I think I have told myself that for years, just over and over and over again, that I failed life. And I think it gets you in that mindset of, okay, I failed, so can I, can I start over? Like, is it worth it? I mean, I'm 40 in, probably not making it to 80. I mean, I might make it to 80. It's probable that I could make it to 80, but not everybody's going to make it to 80. So what, 70? That's 30 years? Say 60. That's just 20. What, 60 years? I just live 40 and I can't remember them. That's that mentality that a lot of people get stuck in. I was definitely stuck in that mentality. Tell you what I started doing a long time back. And kind of what triggered this is that snarky little comment about, are you just always positive? Is everything just always happening good for you? No. Tell you what I did a long time ago. About the time I started the YouTube page, when I started the Stuff I Like podcast and it led to that podcast and eventually to this podcast. I'll tell you what I started doing. I was laid off. Lost everything. Everybody's heard that be that story before. Same song and dance. I know you've heard it. That's the point I was in. And I was depressed. I hadn't been depressed in a long time. Not not depressed like that. I'd been depressed when I was younger. Funny thing about depression is sometimes you don't know if you're really depressed or if you want to be. But at that time, I was really depressed. And I knew that. But I sat down, and I was making a list of everything that I needed to fix. 
everything that was wrong that I needed to fix. I, I, I was overwhelmed. You know, I didn't have a car. Rachel didn't have a car. Katie didn't have a car. We didn't have a house. Uh, Katie was going to school. She was in college, out of vehicle. Um, I scrounged up enough savings to actually buy her a vehicle. Um, lost my savings from my in my retirement because I'd let it settle into a different firm or a different account instead of rolling it. Just a lot of stupid things. But I, was, I was making this list and it just felt like the weight of the world. And I had a thought that I'd never really seriously had. We've all a lot of people have this thought, but do you really seriously have it? I just thought of, man, I, this is not worth doing. Life sucks and it's not worth doing. There's got to be something better. And for that split second, you think, well, what if I just don't? I just quit living. Just give up. That scared me. Not that I would do it, but the idea of it. I did not having my kids, not not having the chances of of you know never getting to see Katie's grandkids, my grandkids, if Katie ever had kids or Ryder ever had kids. Not not letting Ryder grow up with a dad like that freaked me out. So I'd done something I'd heard about a thousand times. I started making another list. Started making a list of things that were good. I was reasonably healthy at that time. My wife was healthy. My daughter was healthy. My son was healthy. And see, I know people that they could have been having the issues that Ryder was having at the time, and that would have been a big But not me. Like, I mean, he was healthy. You know, technically, I was no longer in debt. And I started making that. Finding those good things. And I used to have a lot of anger problems. And, and and I used to have a lot of blame problems. Well, you know what? You know, I, I mean, yeah, that, that didn't that happened at work, but you know whose fault it wasn't? It wasn't my fault. Yeah, that happened here, but you know whose fault that wasn't? That wasn't my fault. And a lot of things weren't going right. And I made that list and I got thinking about it. And and I started to think about that every day. Every day when I got up and things were different and things were good, you know. Okay, this happened today. Well, um, unemployment didn't come. And I um, finally signed up on unemployment. First time I've ever signed up in my life. I've been out of work for like four weeks now. Still, I haven't got the first check. Blah, blah, blah. But... But I got food to eat, you know. That day, that day, uh, we ate out together. I remember that day. The day after I started making this list, we ate out together. Me and my wife and my son. My, my daughter wasn't there. And... You know, my wife was talking about all these things, and I understood why. Like, she was so stressed, and she was so worried, and she was so scared, and she was talking about all these things that weren't going right, that weren't going right. But, man, my son was in a good mood, and I was in a good mood, and we were laughing and joking, and, 
and my wife and I had laughed and joked a little bit on the on the ride over there and, and you know we were having a good conversation and then this stuff come up and I understood why she was bringing it up because I was usually the one bringing it up and I guess she just wanted to beat me to it and then I stopped for a minute and I was like just chill out with it for a minute let's not worry about it you know and I can remember in that moment because there had not, not been a lot of good time between me and my wife for a couple months there because you know um Somebody that's failing at something, what they do is they, they blame somebody else. So, you know, I, I blamed her because I had messed up. And she blamed me because she had messed up and we'd made bad financial decisions. Truth of the matter was we'd made them together as a unit, as a collective. But it was much easier, just much easier to blame other people and look at that and look at other people. You know, but I didn't at that moment in time. I didn't. I stopped and I said, hey. You know, man, this this is this is good. This is all right. I don't have to work today. I'm not on the road somewhere five, six hours from home. I found every good I could in the moment. And it seemed like such a small thing, but when I got home that evening, I sat down and thought about it, and I was like, how many times before, during, and after the 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 point we were at where I think we were a couple of weeks from losing the house. How, how many points had I been to that same time and, and and we'd been out eating or something like that, something we probably couldn't afford to do at the time, but we were out doing it because one, I'm avoiding the problem. And I mean, not like that this, the day I'm talking about, we weren't having no big expensive meal or anything, but you know, we just went out and got a burger and and it was nothing and it was everything. All at the same time. But how many times have I been out and been in that situation? And even while in that situation trying to 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 put on a fake calm for my wife and my kids, I was sitting and getting eaten side by it. And at this time, like everything still sucked as bad afterwards as it did before. I didn't focus on that. I didn't let that drive me. I, I steered a little different. And I seen something right then. I seen there was that little bit of a glimmer, a little bit of hope. And when I grabbed it, I just took it. And it, it didn't. It didn't work and and happen overnight for me and be perfect for me. It didn't. It's still not. That changed. Ten years ago, you'd never sent me that email and said, you feel, you act like everything's perfect. No, you wouldn't have. Ten years ago, especially 15, I'd have been that person on Facebook or on the Internet talking about how bad the world is and how everything sucks. Yeah, I'll knock on the priest every once in a while now. And when it comes to Catholic priests, I just feel a certain way. I think you should burn your local priest. But... I'm not looking for that negativity, so I don't find it. Spent all those years trying to get off social media. And, like, I know I'm on there. Like, I, I am. I'll get on, share memory, talking. Nothing. Maybe an hour a day. Maybe. And that'd be pushing it. But it, was, it wasn't by effort. It wasn't by, it was by change of mindset and, and like, ruling out that negative stuff. So, yeah, you could, you, you can say that, I'm too happy-go-lucky, but that, maybe it's too negative on your part. Or maybe that's what makes you happy. Maybe that's what fuels you. Because I know people like that. 
The negativity fuels them and they can turn it into something positive. It, it don't mean. And I still use that from five years, six years ago, whatever it was. I still use that same method and I try to refine it every this morning. This morning I got up, battery was dead. Tried to roll start my Jeep. I've never seen a stick shift that wouldn't roll start. Blew my mind, didn't even try. I don't know if it was that dead. I don't know if something, I don't know. I had to walk back up then, get my wife's Jeep, pull it down, jump start my vehicle, cross from my aunt's house, woke her and her sister up. Like five o'clock, five something this morning. Cause every time I would touch the battery post, the alarm would go off. And I could, I don't know, I just said let it go off finally and just get in and start it. It started, I took the Jeep up. So then what should have been slow, easy morning, because uh, nothing was really planned, I'd stop and get some stuff. And I was just going to lollygag because today was one of them few days that there's not a rush to get anything. Then all of a sudden there's a con, oh yeah, so-and-so's waiting on you. So there is a rush. <coughs> you know, so I rush over there. That wasn't a great start to the day. I think in most people's eyes, it'd be, man, what am I going to do? And that would be me. It'd been me five or six years ago. You wouldn't have to worry about Johnny Positivity or whatever it was. You called me in the email. That had been me five or six years ago. Man, I, I just can't I just can't get ahead. I can't do this. I can't do that. I, I can, I can, I can, I can. I can't. This sucks. Everything sucks. I suck. You suck. They suck. Boy bands suck. Everything sucks. Not this morning. I was just like, ah, screw it, man. I mean, what it is, what it is. You know, I mean, the Jeep still ran, still got me where I was going. You know, that means a lot. It's a big deal. You know, get it fixed and then get it fixed. That's Christmas. I'm not working a lot. I'm worried about getting laid off here in the next couple of weeks. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but, but, <laughs> but I won't lose my house this time. It's not possible. There's other job opportunities out there. I'm a different person. It's a different it's a different mindset. It's a different mentality. It's a different thought process. It's not easy. It doesn't fix everything. But that little bit of anger you failed at me. Because I don't I don't like to talk about what sucks all the time. It it there's a proper mix. I see it happening to my son, and I'm trying to talk to him about that. I don't want to be the parent that says, no, you can't consume this, you know, because that won't work, I can tell you. But I can try to be the example. I can try to be the guide. You know, it frustrates my wife sometimes. Like, I'm, I'm not going to get road rage anymore. I am not. can't say I'm not. There's times you cut me off, don't give a signal. All right, maybe you're having a bad day. Maybe you're taking care of your kid. Maybe it's an accident. Maybe you're tired. I've done it a thousand times. Because that's what happens with a lot of bad things that people do. Like send me emails. I stop and think, I've done it a thousand times. I've left that comment a thousand times online. I've cut that person off and done that stupid thing driving a thousand times. And it was my fault. Blame me. My fault. It was something happens at work now. You know, I had a project didn't go the way I thought it should go a little while back. Nothing major, just didn't go the way I thought it should go, and I was worried. You know, my wife said, well, you had problems getting this, and you had problems with that. And I said, yeah, but, but on my end, when I look at it rationally and I look at it legitimately, 
there was things I didn't do good enough on my end. See, I can control that. I can control my end. I can't control theirs. So, if me and somebody else are doing something that's going really bad, and somebody else is watching us, and they're, they're giving us a financial reward for this, and I realize that it's going really bad, and I realize that I'm not performing to my level. My best performance is not being given. The first thing I got to do is stop. Try to perform to that level. Try to get my performance up. At the end of it, we both might screw the pooch, and even though I've tried harder, I may still not come out on the upside of that. But I can control my end of it. Maybe my end will save me. Maybe it'll save us both. I can definitely mention it to them and say, hey, I messed up too and I didn't do what I should do. And then now here I'm to this point and this is what we're going to do. We're going to fix this. We're going to work together and this is going to be us and we're going to do this. But i got to take responsibility for myself. Now, don't misunderstand me and send me another email tomorrow. I'm a failure. I fail every single day. Right now, my goals are read more, write more. Podcast regularly, eat better. Take care of the things at home I need to take care of. Put effort into my job. And try to work to get myself to a point that there's something else I can do for a living. Something that either facilitates my passions better or something that I enjoy and is a passion for me to do for a living. But to be in a better position next year than I am this year. And the main thing is to not be lazy and waste time like I've done over and over and over again. Just waste time, waste time, waste time. I do it a lot. That's my biggest thing. Am I going to complete all those five, six things? Whatever? No, I'm not. Not right now. If one sticks, that's awesome. If it's just one. But I have to take opportunities. It's a mental game. I know that I can do it. Laziness is one of the hardest things to overcome. I always says I despise laziness. But if I'm being honest and I'm being accountable, which is important, I'll tell you right now, I've been lazy of late. That's not cool, but I've done it. You send me a message and go, oh, well, now you're perfect, too, on top. No, I'm not, man. I'm a failure. I'm a failure. But that's okay, because I don't really care. There's a lot of these things that some people would consider failures, things that even I would consider a failure. Like my last book. My last book was supposed to be out in July. It wasn't. Then October, it wasn't. Did the book go away? No. Do I still have it? Yes. Am I still going to release it? Yeah. Did I fail at what I set out to do? Yes. Do I think it can be made better? And that letting a friend look at it and me really looking at what they had to say and then taking time away from it and come back and looking at it here recently, like I have, I think it can be a little better. And that may just be 2% better, but 
I'm up to three of my short stories and one movie script finish. So that storybook deal is closer than it's ever been. And they're all kind of themed the same, not on purpose. So that works for putting them together. So when I do release it, maybe the hardback version of all the poems, the whole collection, the rabbit hole, and the storybook, maybe they all come out together. Plus, I've got a huge dent in the songbook. So, I mean, there's no, there's no loss there for me. Like, it was a game. It was an overall game. And I think that's cool. I actually have pieces I could add to Rabbit Hole that maybe make it better. I don't know. I failed. I failed at hitting a deadline. I felt this, but, like, I could have just quit. Or I could have just released it. That would have been the worst thing. I'm going to fail if I don't just get this out. But it wasn't ready. So, no, I'm not perfect either. Um, I'm not happy all the time. I'm not perfect. Um, I don't know if you had any more negative connotation, but I'm also not mad at you. Like, I'm not mad at you because that's me. That's me 10 years ago, 15 years ago, maybe me five months from now. You think you got it all figured out? Screw you. I know that mentality. The difference is don't think that for a second that I think I've got it all figured out. I know that I'm often failing and not living up to things, that, especially goals I set for myself. I know all that. I do. In the last five years, jiu-jitsu has been the biggest failing. It's one of the biggest disappointments in myself. I've had opportunity to go, not like I want to. And then there's been times I've had no opportunity to go. Both things keep me out of the gym, and I love being in the gym for that. Just for the mental aspect of it, it's an amazing exercise. A mental exercise. It's great physically, too. But I, I, I feel like that. Life's hard. Life is also a beautiful, complex failure from beginning to end. If you're born with nothing, you work hard until you're 20, become a billionaire live a life of luxury and philanthropy until you're 110 and die peacefully in your sleep, you still fail. It's not what we're here for. I don't know what we're here for. It's not what we're doing, I can tell you that. But I have no idea what it is. So theoretically, we all failed at it. Even you, when you took the time to write that email, you failed at writing the email. The difference is, I see beauty in that failure. Do I know why we're here and what we're supposed to do? Well, of course I don't. I don't think anybody does. But do I see a value and a beauty and, and a wonder in it? Yeah. Man, if You've never had kids. No, not just biological kids. A, a person who you took care of and decided to love and protect and, and help and try to guide to something better than what they have at that moment, to something better than you had, to aspire to be something more than you are. That's it's unreal.
It's unreal. If you've ever loved someone more than you love yourself, even when you dislike them, the fact that they draw breath is more important than you draw yours. It's unreal. It's unbelievable. If you've ever made something you're you're so proud of that you don't care if anybody else sees it just as long as you can hold it and touch it. That's a beautiful thing. If you've ever had a friend that feels like the other part of you that, that they see and, and think and feel, even if they disagree, and if their opinion is completely opposing, they feel like an extension of yourself. That is a beautiful, beautiful thing. If you've ever truly just appreciated a moment, one moment with somebody or once the sky once in your life looked at it and went, wow, that's amazing. If you've ever had that feeling in a day where everything feels right, the world feels right around you, that's amazing. Life isn't what almost any of us want out of it. All the things I'm trying to do to make myself better right now, to think differently, to act differently, to be more compassionate, to be compassionate to the thoughts that I don't understand and that I don't accept and that I don't agree with. And to examine very closely the ones that I do. And to be willing and open to change my mind at any moment in time. Those are those are the most important things I can, in my mind, look to chase. Because I can't chase money. I can't chase dreams. I really can't, because what are dreams? A lot of times are what society has told us we should strive for. Sometimes they're not. Sometimes they're pure and beautiful, but not all mine are. I want to be rich so I can be free. And I don't know that that would come with that. I have no idea. None whatsoever. I don't know if I'll ever be able to retire. But if I can, I won't be one of those people that'll say, I'll go crazy at the house. I won't be able to make it. I gotta have work. I gotta I don't. There's books I wanna see, there's places I wanna go. There's stories I want to write. There's experiences I want to have. There's moments I want to share doing nothing with people I truly care about. Your email doesn't disappoint me because of its tone. Because you say, well, you're just happy all the time. It doesn't. And that my life is perfect, and that 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 doesn't disappoint me. You're trying to say that I'm just in too good of a mood, and I ignorantly and blissfully because with ignorance comes bliss. Don't see the bad in the world, and just smile, grin, and bear it, and go on and see everything with rose-colored glasses bothers me is can't really do that it's not me I'm not built that way 
But I'll tell you this. Like to be. Really would like to be. I don't think that is a bad thing. Really don't. I think it's a good thing. To be happy all the time. Not to, maybe not, maybe not. See, there's that rational side. Some of the best I've ever felt is after really hurting, after really crying, after really wanting, after really losing, after real desperation and depression and hopelessness, some of the best I've ever felt. So, I don't always see it sunny and bright and beautifully. I don't. And I know that you don't either. <coughs> but try it. Try what I did. Try to just look for the good. Because I want you to be happy. I don't know you personally. If I do, I didn't recognize the name. <coughs> so sorry. <clears throat> no cough button. And I don't recognize you from early on in the show. I don't think you're somebody that emails a lot. Nobody emails a lot now. That's another thing. If it's you and two other people I'm doing this for, from triple, sometimes quadruple digits, down to singles and doubles, still feels good just to talk. And it's the same platform it's always been. You're all welcome to chime in like we used to when this thing first started. Talkjunkie at gmail.com. I'll start checking it again. You're going to start emailing again. You can message me. It's Justin Perkins on Facebook. Send me a message and say, hey, I listen to to the podcast, I want to talk to you about something on the podcast. I'm not going to start another pod- Facebook page right now or anything like that. I don't have a TikTok page right now. Um, just reach out. Um, P.O. Box 250, Litcar, Kentucky, 41834. I got a P.O. Box in case anybody wanted to. Send a letter. That may make me happier than anything. Send a letter. Something I can, I can tangibly hold in my hand. Um, Aristotle said, "Be a free thinker, and don't accept everything you hear as truth. Be critical and evaluate what you believe in. Don't let your beliefs, or what someone's told you, you should believe and how you feel, indoctrinate you." Or force you into not learning and not changing and not growing. And don't let the way you believe, as compared to the way I believe, make you not like me. I think I'm just too damn happy. Don't suck. Don't die. Be good to people. Hey, don't worry. Be happy. <laughs>